Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. It is August 7th, and this podcast has been thrown out. It's a disqualification. Two people, three miles up the road, are in a fight. They have nothing to do with this show, but we're, we're throwing it out anyway. So, Jeremy, sorry, you don't you don't get to talk tonight. <laughs> we have EC3'd you. Uh, now I look forward to you leaving Fightful producing a video, and then we will use all of your ideas from that video <laughs> on Fightful since we stifled you. Uh, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, leave a comment in the comment section. What was uh, your favorite part of SmackDown tonight? Uh, try to find something. I know I am. But if you're watching live on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up. Leave us a super chat. You can get your question or statement read live on the air. We did about 53 minutes with Jimmy Van today on FightfulSelect.com. He addresses the future of Fightful Select when it's moving to the website. Tons of business questions, a lot of good stuff there. But we're breaking news over on Fightful Select all the time. We've got stuff on WWE casting calls. Carlos Toro had a good one on the New Japan Strong time slot, which is up right now. Check out his interview with Rocky Romero on his channel. There's just there's so much to plug, so much to get into. Leave those super chats. It helps us. Jeremy, here we are. This is the first bad one. You got through two good weeks. Here we go. <laughs> three. Three good weeks, right? I've been here three weeks. I don't remember. I'm going to put a smile on your face by the end of this show, Sean. God I told it. you I had a big surprise for you, all right? So end of the show, big surprise, big get. This is somebody you've been chasing down for a while. I've got him. You got I Blitzkrieg? I did not get Blitzkrieg, but I have got someone you have been chasing down. I will put a smile on your face. Huh. I can't (laughs) wait to see how ridiculous this is. Oh, man. So we're going to go ahead and get into the super chats. Tim Traver says, music is music. doesn't matter what kind of music. I love Tim. Anakin JMT says, based on the last two shows, we've had matches called for DQ between two non-participants. I'm guessing WWE refs are learning from Rick Knox. That is the exact opposite of what (laughs) Rick Knox would do. Somebody comes in with a rocket launcher and shoots it at the ring, and Rick Knox is like, I'll allow it. Rick Knox is Mills Lane from Celebrity Deathmatch. 
Uh, he should just toss those guys out. Like, get to the back. Get out of here. Let this match continue. I, that's the dumbest thing to run in and attack someone who's not in the match. And all right, disqualification. Can't have that during this uh, wrestling program. Uh, it's so weird, man. It's so weird. And like, here's the thing. I can only laugh. Ultimately, me and you are getting paid to watch this show, and I'd much rather be doing this than whatever the hell else I would be doing with my limited skill set. Uh, Evan Wright says, Jeremy Lambert Appreciation Super Chat for falling for the Preds troll lineup. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got burnt on that one. Good for Matthew Shane. They still lost. He says, Sean, please tell me what the F I watched tonight. Uh, nothing of substance until the last few seconds. You could watch this, everything that mattered on this show in five minutes on YouTube. It's less than that. Less than that. <laughs> less than five minutes. <laughs> TD Stinger says, pretty meh show tonight. Your limit for any wrestling show, in my opinion, should be one DQ finish, not three. Well, how about four? How about four <laughs> interference finishes? I mean, interference finishes, yeah. I learned today Daniel Bryan is a Swifty. I don't know what life is anymore. Is great. That, what are you talking about? I mean, great. Is, is he? Like, uh, clue me in here. I mean, we're, we're practically we're practically a Taylor Swift podcast at this point. <laughs> I wrote the article, Sean. Do you not read Fightful.com? It's a great well, website. Well, I've been a little, a little busy today. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. We're training a new lead MMA editor, Shaquille Majuri. By the way, guys, check out Bellator right now. He's covering that show along with David Tease. Been a little busy. I had to had to record with Jimmy Van. Got to do all this. Got to fix whatever. I got to mop up whatever mess you're leaving on our YouTube these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what's up. For those looking for the distraction, I have no idea when it's gonna gonna be up on YouTube. Audio I can't do. Audio's up, right? Yeah, audio is good. Uh, for Daniel Bryan, Taylor Swift, Bryan tweeted that you know I, he doesn't normally like mainstream music, but the Taylor Swift album gives him the feels. And I wrote that article, and I lumped it in with my exclusive on Ricky Starks, who also says he loves the Taylor Swift album. So there you go. Well, Rafael Garcia asks, how many times did we watch WAP? I have not watched it yet. No, I haven't seen it once. I haven't seen it, but you know what? I'm going to go watch it. I'll go watch it. Not right now. We should we'll... do a live review of WAP instead of reviewing SmackDown. <laughs> I think that more substantial <laughs> things are going to happen in that music video. <laughs> than, than what we're going to cover. The Line Drive says, God damn it, Sean, now I can't not see Rick Knox as anything with a celebrity deathmatch ref. If that's not his character gimmick, AEW is losing money. I think refs should have, I don't want to say like overwhelming characters, but tendencies like this. Like make Aubrey Edwards the no bullshit, no nonsense ref that, that a heel is like, man, I don't want to draw her. I don't want to get her. Rick Knox, the guy that kind of people can take advantage of. Hey, we had a sheriff's deputy in our town. And whenever anything would happen, even when women were involved, he'd just be like, boys will be boys. I'm like, a woman just set a car on fire. That's that's not a boys will be boys situation. You need a ref like that that just lets anything go. Is the sheriff the judge from The Simpsons? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, we do, we do have... Um, a cop out here who looks strangely like police chief Wiggum. Like I'm going to send you a picture of him even, but we do have uh, plenty of super chats rolling in. They will be answered at that particular segment in which, uh, in which they are uh, contingent to, 
but we're going to lump in all this fiend brawn business. Oh, boy, man. Um, by the way, guys, leave a thumbs up. It helps a lot. <laughs> we get a Firefly Funhouse and a brawn promo, and let me tell you, there's like one line that matters in each one of them. Bray reiterates what happened and says that he's waiting on Braun and recommends that Braun gives him what he wants or else the Fiend will be unhappy. The Fiend comes out to the ring and Braun pops up on the screen. He's like, I don't give a shit about Alexa. Damn! You're missing the layers, Sean. Go ahead. Give me the, the layers. The organic, the organic lake has changed to this man. He he is pre... He's the monster again. Yeah. He is he is the monster. He's not the gentle giant palling around with a... Oh, Alexa, you got me a gift. I can't do a Braun Strowman voice. You got me a gift. He doesn't Here, do that anymore. Tell, tell me okay? what you want me to say and I'll do it. He is. I'm not doing no more goddamn cricket wireless commercials. I don't care hey. how many cell towers they have and how good their service is. <laughs> See, I don't care that, that they have anymore. affordable rates. He's not that person anymore. He is the monster again. He's going to start flipping over yeah. a bunch of stuff. He's going to flip over the swamp, whatever he needs to do. That is who Braun Strowman is, thanks to this organic lake. That's why he doesn't care about Alexa Bliss. He's not a terrible friend. He's a changed man, Sean. Layers. Hashtag layers. I'm going to be far more selective of my endorsements if they want me to reenact the Street Fighter 2 car crushing scene. We'll do that. But I'm wearing my Crocs. That's that's Braun. Oh, man. He flips the swamp. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, that's it. J.J. Lee says, Double turn. Braun is the real monster. The Fiend finds a heart due to Alexa. God, they fucked him up so bad. They fucked him up so bad. They screwed this guy up so bad. Which one? <laughs> okay, okay, both. Both. Braun should be, like, the biggest thing in wrestling. He should be mini Hogan. And I mean that as, like, less over Hogan. He was so good. He's... <laughs> but EC3 told me in an interview, like, oh, yeah, I had all this stuff ready. We filmed our first vignette the day I got fired, before I got fired. He was like, I was going to pitch it, but then I saw The Fiend lose to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. And I was like, do I really want to do this? Because he was... He was gonna quit, but he was like, eh, COVID, nah, I'm getting paid, I'll stick around with this. And J.J. Uh, Lee mentions, is this the same way he, Bliss found her heart by befriending Nikki Cross? I kind of think so. I mean, Bliss just gradually became a better person, and that was okay because we saw the layers unfold. For weeks and weeks and weeks, we're like, oh, when's she going to turn? When's she going to turn? And she never did. What I don't want is Fiend turning his head sideways like a dog type of thing. Like, oh, what? You have a heart? So do I. Oh, God. Alexa Bliss is living her Disney princess fantasy. Okay. I think. I don't. I mean, it'd be nice if she was like on the show and some of that was explained. Sorry but... to cut you off. This is a super chat question. Anakin JMT says, Jeremy, I didn't know if you were serious about Alexa pitching this as she's always wanted to play a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I'm not a scoopster. Oops, that is the the last thing. Yeah, that's uh, Joe Holbert's job. Yeah, yeah, Joe is the the scoopster. No, anything, Joe. anything I tweet, it says in my bio, ninety five percent sarcasm. I've, I've mentioned this to Jeremy before <laughs> multiple times. Jimmy Van has hit me up like, "Is Jeremy serious?" And I have to be 
my, my thing is, if you have to ask, the answer is no type of thing. Uh, Colt Bedeau says Braun will flip the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, for sure. Yes, for sure. Good. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to, like, that becoming, like, his type of thing. Like, you know how Lance Archer just beats the shit out of some random guy? Like, Braun just flips over anything he can find. He doesn't care yeah. if it's a bag of Cheetos or a car. He's violently destroying it. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Evan Wright says, I'll never forget the day Braun buried himself saying Archer was a knockoff Braun. Archer is so much bigger of a badass and it's not even close. That's what good booking will do for you. Braun He's should the world be... champion. He's the world champion. What more do you want? I... Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I, like... Oh, man. And here, that's the thing. Like, it's the good and bad. Like, I love the shots AEW and WWE take at each other. I posted a picture of Anvil getting WCW sprayed on him during his last appearance. I love that shit. And all these people that are like, they should worry about themselves. No, they shouldn't. They should worry about each other way more than they already do. I want WWE to rename this stupid-ass stable AEW and be like, look, <laughs> they suck so bad. This is them. This is AEW invading us. You do know, they have, you do, know who do they Omega? are, but you don't know why they're here. <laughs> do Omega and the Bucks have a trademark on the Elite or anything? They should call oh, the yeah. stable the Elite. For sure, because New Japan tried to get them to turn it over to them <laughs> for, like, free. Because that's such a New Japan thing to do. Ugh. Like, I want this competition. It is harmless. Talking about another show is harmless. But unfortunately, what that means is anytime I criticize WWE or AEW, I get some absolute scrub popping up. Well, AEW, you'd love it. You'd love Yeah, I like AEW a whole lot more right now because it's a better show. What the hell's wrong with that? There were a lot of weeks where Raw or SmackDown was better than that show, too. But good God, we're at a, oh, no, you, you gotta be even with them all. It's subjective entertainment, for the love of God. Piss your, me your that shill, off. Your shill side is showing, yeah, Sean. Man. I've got a whole folder <laughs> full of those that I can just uncork. I'm gonna be blocked from this program well, for that one. <laughs> this show's broken me, man. Anakin JM, it's a Friday night, man. Anakin JMT says, Jeremy, you are a scoopster. You learned the truth of that Extreme Rules poll. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, I can dig and, and find stuff, dumb stuff like that. I'm I'm not a scoopster at all. I don't follow follow Sean for all your scoops. Don't follow me. Yeah, subscribe. Follow to, me for the great jokes. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. <laughs> I mean, come on, my jokes are better too. This is good and physical. Seamus is beaten by Matt Riddle via DQ. I do like that we get to see like some shades of people like Sheamus working a more realistic style at points against Matt Riddle. Uh, and Riddle does not throw strikes unless he intends to land them, and that's pretty cool. There's a white noise, and then Shorty G shows up and attacks Riddle. Riddle and I just got to say, Gable is yoked. That dude is jacked, man. It's insane. Um, These guys are. What did they of course he is. Yeah, why but is this, uh, Gable, why is this like is, a big deal? Gable is particularly vascular. For the I love think Sheamus is in better shape than Gable. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they should have a pose down for us just to determine this. Actually, <laughs> don't. Down, I, no, that's probably going to happen. That'll happen. That'll <laughs> happen. So I love that Sheamus was upset. 
at Gable because he should be. Because he should be mad that this guy just cost him money. He shouldn't just, oh, well, this, this match is the DQ, fella. Uh, uh, so I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave. No, he beat the living shit out of Chad Gable for costing him the match. And he should. Why not? Corey Graves mentioned, oh, Riddle gets the winner's purse by, by the DQ victory, which was nice. Be still uh, I feel my bad heart. for Chad Gable. This poor guy comes in, gets beat up by Riddle, gets beat up by Sheamus. Any hopes anyone had of like Chad Gable after last week, just it ain't there. <laughs> this is who oh. this guy's going to be. He's just going to be fodder for everybody else. Poor. Like, he's yoked. It don't matter. <laughs> Evan Wright says, Chad Gable. Still short. He says, Evan Wright says, Chad Gable against literally anybody, anywhere would rule so much. Gable versus Saber. Gable versus Gresham. Gable versus Omega. Gable versus Josh Alexander. So that's the thing. Like, if there was an indie scene right now, I feel like there are a few people who would benefit more than a Chad Gable. Like, Chad Gable going to PWG and New Japan and all these places. That's the type of thing that would get him a pretty solid WWE contract and then get him right back in the same goddamn position that he's in right now. I mean, let's be real. It doesn't matter. EC3 came back and they didn't use him. Uh, like, wh- where was that Kurt Hawkins run? They ain't all going to be Jinder Mahal. And even Jinder Mahal was a brief period of time. They were like, nah, nah, we're good. We're good here. Ah, man. So backstage, I loved seeing this out of Sheamus. It's just unfortunate that we saw it after he got piss-dumped on his head for three months. He goes off on Baron Corbin. Who the f- Who was Baron Corbin talking to? Sarah. Her name was Sarah. I don't know who she was, but that was her name. Sarah? Okay, I didn't hear her name. Yeah, her name was Sarah. Her name was Sarah. I didn't know if she was, like, some- a recurring character that I had She's from The Bachelorette. Is she? No, I have oh. no idea. Because <laughs> I know that other girl was, but that other yeah. girl was a wrestling fan from what I understand. That's the only reason I said it. I just assumed maybe Sarah was <sighs> yes. as well. Yeah. They got a package deal on Bachelorette contestants. Or is The Bachelor is the one with all the women. The Bachelor contestants. Oh, that's way less prestigious then. Because you got like 50 <laughs> girls on there. Yeah. If exactly. you're The Bachelorette, you got the one girl. And it's yeah. like, f- the show is going to be pointless because Angel Garza's taking her. Like, that's it. Angel Garza wins. Angel Garza should just show up on SmackDown and just, like, make a cameo during these Bachelor women segments, and then they just fall in love with him. Oh, man. Evan Wright says, best heel in the business, Baron Corbin, Sean. (laughs) You know what? I'm never going to say it because I can always count on his $2 Canadian. Correct (laughs) me. (laughs) And it's worth it. So Sheamus is upset about Baron Corbin's bounty and is, is pissy, no pun intended, because he's he's been pissy a while, but he they're they're a little bit upset, and we'll, we'll get to it. But what do you think of seeing this side out of Sheamus? Sheamus has the wrong motivation here. If he's that mad about it, he should go collect on it himself. He needs to step up and grab the brass ring and get his own opportunity and go and get that bounty instead of being like, "Hey, fella, you know you got this guy running in and ruining my match." No, if you want this, Sheamus. If you if you're upset about this bounty, if you want to win, take it for yourself. That's what that's what you've got to do. You got to take it for yourself, Sean. Step up. That's what I've been told. People got to do. They got to step up. Rob Wilkins says, based off of tweets, Sean is a show for WWE, AEW, New Japan, UWF, USWA, ROH, Impact, FMW, IWA, Progress, MLW, ICO Pro, JCW, Kevin Dunn, and Doug Dillinger. I am a show for FMW. 
I love me some Hayabusa. Not stardom, though. <laughs> Long-term storytelling there from Rob Wilkins and uh, Jeremy Lambert. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this man had the audacity to say his jokes were better than mine. Ah, oh, damn. You're going to run out of material soon, so. <laughs> Never. So the retribution angles carrying over to SmackDown, Miz and Morrison kind of downplayed them, though. I don't know how effective it is when WWE does something serious, and they've got people like Lacey Evans walking out while the Miz is crippled. And she's like, oh, Lord! And then the Miz and Morrison are like, hey, buddies, retribution. Gosh golly, thought you were on Raw. Okay, cool. They make fun of Mandy's hair, though. What did you think of that? It was dumb. It was so stupid. <laughs> it was really dumb. Mandy didn't lose that much hair. Like, that wasn't her hair. I don't think that was her hair, Sean. It had to be an extension. So here's the yeah. thing. The pitfall of how stupid this programming is sometime, dating back as far as I can tell, is where even dumber people are like, oh, no, it's supposed to be this dog shit bad. You just don't get it. You're actually getting worked because it's supposed to be this horrible. You're supposed to not enjoy it or not care about the people on the screen. Ha <laughs> ha! They got you. <laughs> oh, who's these people? Oh, I apologize to Troy and Abed and the writers of Community for ever comparison comparing Miz and Morrison to those two last week. That that was my fault. That was my bad, everybody. Miz and Morrison, it's not good. It's, not it's good. just, it's not good. And it, I think it is supposed to be bad, but it's not so bad it's good. It's just bad. And it's yeah. not, oh, so bad I want to watch them get beaten up. No, I don't. They're taking two people that are very talented and making me not care about them whatsoever. Um, I do care about Sonya Deville, though. She's a fantastic promo. She's awesome. Uh, don't put it beyond WWE to shave her head and be like, ha-ha, go to Hollywood now, baldy! <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's a great strategy. It is a great... Like, more power to them. They're losing people right now. So. What are you going to do? Wear a wig? They can't do that in Hollywood. Ha-ha! <laughs> I mean, Hollywood's shut down right now anyway, I think. So, yeah, she's not going anywhere. Like, WWE's got to do whatever they can to keep people. they got to shave everybody's head, then more power to them. I mean, really, the winners are all those people that are filming in, like, Vancouver and Canada and all that shit right now. I mean, this is not the country you want to be in right here. You want to be in, like, Canada right now. Oh, man. So the Bumpy Awards are in canon now. Yes, and shout out to uh, Carlos Toro for covering those. Yes, uh, check out his interview with Rocky Romero. I do got to say that the line that popped me of her promo was Sonya saying Mandy got in WWE for winning bikini contests. I covered the season of Tough Enough in which they both were on. <laughs> and neither of which had wrestled before then. Sonya wanted to be an MMA fighter. Um, and, and then we, we wrapped it up with Heavy Machinery hitting the, win hitting the ring and attacking Miz and Morrison. And, and nothing t tells you, damn, I'm pissed off and I'm going to kick your ass quite like the caterpillar getting cut off. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, like, oh, <laughs> let me set him up to do this caterpillar here because I'm really angry. <laughs> uh, Mandy did keep kayfabe. Um, she had not posted 
the whole week on Instagram. <laughs> she did not do the hair reveal. I researched that. I was looking at Mandy Rose's Instagram. Very, very tough research to do right there. But she did not post a picture, so do, good on her for that. Do you know how hard it would be for me to not, if I looked like that? To, it's hard for me to not post shit anyway. But for a whole week, if I look like Mandy Rose, that's torture, man. I, yeah, I can't. She, she did it. Hats off to her. The line drive says. I think Bruce hates Miz so much he's made it a challenge to see how bad the material he can make it to see if him and Morrison fail to get over. Finally happened. They made me not like M and M, not uh, the original M and M, M and M, but M and M this time. They did get <sighs> booze from like the PC recruits that sounded like go away booze. Yeah. Like it sounded like actual audience booze of please stop this. So if, if Mercury, Morrison, and Molina all teamed up, would they just be, hmm, now? I think they would be. Because he's not Nitro I, anymore. I don't think that's happening anytime mm. soon. You mean to tell me they're not going to give Joey Mercury a crack? <laughs> no, that's don't shocking. think so. Don't think so. Cole Bedeau says, the, the funny thing is, I still have like tons of wrestlers that put him over to me. Like uh, for his production ability. So there you go. Colt Badeau says, Sonya's the best thing on SmackDown as always. Yep, she was pretty good. Yeah. Anakin JMT says, we better get hair versus hair match between Mandy or Sonya, or what's the point of Mandy getting her hair cut? Um, I, I got a pitch to do a hair versus hair gimmick this week, actually. And I was like, you guys are like seven months late <laughs> on this stipulation. Damn, Evan Wright says, are they running Money in the Bank uh, Otis run like the James Storm Feaster fired case where he cashed it in and nobody remembered he had it? I don't think so. I just think that they had him super over, and now they're just like, well, what now? Well, sometimes he has it. He had it on the run-in. He didn't have it in the backstage segment, and then he had it again during the match so sometimes they like to throw in reminders that yeah this guy still has money in the bank but i don't think they always remember themselves that he has money in the bank he's got a year for this thing he doesn't need to do anything with it yet he can lose a bunch cash in win the title maybe and people are like hey remember all those losses who cares he's the champion now that's what they always do yeah oh man so we had cesaro versus lince dorado this is really good sean sean do you like to party? I, I I do like to party. That's why I keep the radio and the TV on at the same time. Do you like to party? I don't like to party. But you do like to party? Yes. What kind of parties do you like, Sean? Parties with pants. How do you party, Sean? Hard. Okay. These are, these are important questions with the Lucha House Party. you got to know how to party. This match was a party. I mean... You didn't enjoy the Lucha House Party promo where they're going to tell you that they're going to party? These men like to party. I hope this wasn't the thing where you add smiles to faces. <laughs> you're you're killing this one. Just killing it. I, I just... <laughs> I see them all the time and they say the same thing. <laughs> They say the they, this is like the first time I've ever heard him talk, except for last week. Oh, <laughs> oh! You watch Two Hundred Five Live? I forgot. I do. I watch everything. I've watched. I, I even said in the chat, like 
I watch main event every week, and I had no idea Riddick Moss had been back for a month. Woof. See, I figured you forgot the Lucha House Party likes to party. Oh, no, I was I was very aware of that. Um, I think that's actually why Kalisto's out. Party too hard? No, he's just still partying somewhere. Oh, okay. He got that nice. into his deal. It's like, it's like the Sid softball gimmick. <laughs> but this match was really good. Cesaro defeated Lince Dorado. Um... There was a great, like, Tope Con Hilo, Hurricane Rana, and then Cesaro catches him, tosses him onto the barricade, finishes the move. Cesaro does that badass backbreaker. Handspring stunner hits, and then we go into the finish. Uh, it was really good. Neutralizer, Cesaro. No stakes to this, but probably the most worth watching of anything on SmackDown. It was a clean finish, so that was a, a rarity on this program to actually have a finish that wasn't a DQ or a distraction finish. Cesaro's great. Lince Dorado's good. Little surprise Lince didn't win to set up the title match. I assume they'll just do a non-title tag team match, and they'll win, and that's how we'll get the title match. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and I mean, that that's, that's all there is to it. And I'm sitting here like, hey, okay, hope there's another tag team because... There's not. Yeah, exactly. That line, or the line drive says, ain't no party like a Blue Chew party. SRS and Jeremy. I mean, we don't have them together. (laughs) Evan Wright says, can we talk about Ollie losing on main event? I'd rather not. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because we already mentioned Riddick Moss once on this show, um, and he did lose to Riddick Moss, which is puzzling. I've got Ali's some... got to step up. Got to learn how to step up, Sean. He's got to grab that up. brass ring. Yep. Got to step up on oh. these main event matches here. Otherwise, you got you got to prove you want it. Jeff Hardy defeated King Corbin via DQ. We get the old nine ten Eastern half Nelson crossface. This is the biggest example of WWE doing a match I don't care about. A couple of guys who have been pushed heavily and then get 50 50 And then Sheamus comes out and kicks him. Kicks him, Jeff Hardy, which gets Corbin DQ'd. Sure. <laughs> what do you exactly. want me to say about this match? Well, good. We can go right into Sheamus yeah. defeating King Corbin. A good old 921 Eastern half Nelson crossface. Just what I wanted. Uh, I would file this in the last category. But at least now it's heel versus heel. But I would much rather them just consolidate Sheamus and Corbin. That way we get less bad promos. And I think they would actually be really good as a tag team. But I also think that if there is any act that needs a manager, it is these two guys. The WWE seems to think that they write great material for, but absolutely don't. I don't... 
They don't need a manager. They just need better material. Well, Both of these guys are fine promos. Do you expect to truly give a shit about anything that either one of them say based on the material they've had in the past? You'd probably just write it off immediately. You can say that for a lot of people on this show. Give them a all managers. That's what AEW does, and I'm the AEW shield. <laughs> Too bad they already signed Vicky. <laughs> Matt Riddle shows up and jumps over Corbin, leading to a Sheamus brogue kick win. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Sheamus won. He got his win back from the bar fight. You know, whatever. Guys, check out our exclusive section this week. I had an interview with Chris Saban the other day. Uh, also, um, we had Air Paris drop today. I was very excited about that interview. I hit him up, and it was actually before his Talking Chop Mania appearance. We talked about AJ Styles, WCW, why he didn't go to WWE, uh, talks with TNA at the time. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. Very happy with that interview. Backstage, Bailey tells Sasha she wishes she would have cleared the Asuka match with her, but Sasha says Bailey is her role model. And then they go to the ring for a Zoom call with Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> they found a way to make Sasha and Bailey do a bad segment. You didn't like this? You mean the thing where Stephanie, very, first off, get in a soundproof room, Stephanie. The echo <laughs> is killing me. Hit a lapel mic or something. Uh, I'm begging you. But Stephanie very clearly filmed her take like two days before this. And they would like hit pause on the Titantron in between these responses. Hey girls. Look, the Zoom, the Zoom, the Wi-Fi isn't always great. You know, sometimes it freezes up a little bit. I think that's what happened. They got Ric Flair to cry on FaceTime live. And they couldn't get Stephanie to show up for a retribution. Retribution messing with the Wi-Fi. Oh man! So Stephanie says that both women will defend their titles at SummerSlam, but if she was really going to own them hard, they would be defending both of their titles at SummerSlam, which is what I hope happens. Uh, I did like the Golden Role Model saying, "We're just continuing what you started with the women's evolution." That was a great line. And um, then bringing up the WWE Network 999 gimmick, which WWE never does anymore. But doing it because that's a thing. That's probably what Stephanie is most fondly remembered for in the past six years. Starting the <sighs> women's evolution and chilling the network. Yes. Do you think Sasha and Bailey had to pay for this Zoom call with, with Stephanie? Did they, I think they got the $50 subscription. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. You know, they, they got... um. I got comped for that uh, subscription for the Zoom call. So WWE takes care of its employees in that way. Good on them. I like this segment. Uh, I don't need Sasha and Bailey trying to play cool heel and being like, oh, we don't like you, Stephanie, and trying to stand up to her. Like, they can run through the actual, like, women's division. They've done that plenty of times. But Sasha's always tweeting, like, thank you, Vince, and stuff. Like, they're grateful to Stephanie and Vince and the McMahon family for putting them in this position. That's how it should be. I thought this was a good segment, despite Retribution messing with the Wi-Fi. The line drive uh, brings up a point. Bailey will be def- defending her title against the winner of a tri-brand battle royal. I mean, you know how I feel about the brand split. I, I wish that they would... <laughs> 
Just fucking do it. Like, my God. They still got brand to brand invitations to use on yeah. the show. So, yeah. They're good. Oh, man. Oh, God. Which you can't. Who else are you going to book her against? You haven't put anybody else over. You got Naomi getting tied up in the ropes. You got Naomi uh, going for. Canadian blockbusters, <laughs> sliding Canadian blockbusters, and everybody blaming blaming poor Lacey. Lacey was supposed to take a blockbuster with arms around her waist, apparently. She ain't getting the title shot. I don't know anybody else in SmackDown. Where's Carmella? Where is she? I have no idea. She's, she's busy being the... <laughs> She's busy having people accusing her of pee fetishes and shit. I was wondering if like, you were going to go there. <laughs> can't put her on there. Jeez, man. Oh. I, know, I saw people uh, going for Tegan Knox should, should win it and get a shot. Sure. Why not? I would not be surprised if they try to do an NXT thing so that way they can get Bailey and Sasha back on NXT for a week. Yeah. So the line drive says, if we're going to do this cross-brand battle royal, let's at least have someone new facing Bailey. I would personally love Shotzi or Tegan. There you go. Fine. I think Fine. it'll be an NXT person. They they want to get Bailey and Sasha back on. They're in a war, Sean. Yeah. They're in a war. They need Bailey and Sasha back. Well, they don't need an excuse to have them back on NXT. They've got the tag titles. It's got to make sense, though. Yeah. Everything makes sense. Sonya is out with Miz and Morrison. Tucker has a great flip off the apron. <laughs> There's a fucking hilarious spot where Tucker's running at Miz and Morrison. And they split. And they split like a good smooth two <laughs> seconds before he misses them. <laughs> and just hits the dasher boards or whatever the hell they are. A lot of momentum. Couldn't slow down. Mandy attacks Sonya. It's a DQ. <laughs> oh, no. It's a DQ. Because Otis, who who almost dominated the WWE PC Combine a few years ago, was having trouble separating Mandy and Sonya. John Morrison, who we've seen run off of stairs and do like 630 twisting splashes. Tucker, who we've watched jump off of the Elimination Chamber. And Miz, who probably has, is going to get a caffeine overdose one day because it's the only way he stays awake they have trouble holding back mandy and sonya look when when two people want to get at each other like they do it, it takes an army to hold them back and ms tucker morrison otis not an army just four men oh man so here we go they're splitting them up and <laughs> here we go Retribution is back. Get your super chats in because we got plenty of them. <laughs> I hated this shit for multiple reasons. And let's go ahead and run it down. They chase everybody off with bats and crowbars and pipes <laughs> and a fucking chainsaw! A guy in a mask who's about three feet tall gets in the camera. This is our house now! This is our house now. Taj Mowry from 1995 <laughs> ran all these people off. Now, these are stand-ins. But, oh boy. Like, I'm sitting here wondering. Okay, as of now. Keep in mind, I'm saying as of now because I got people saying, let it play out. 
I'm saying, as of right now, this angle is so stupid. Why are charges not being pressed? Why are why are they not immediately being suspended if they are a new stable? What what the hell, man? They they chainsaw through the ropes. They beat up a bunch of NXT people. I don't think I missed anything. They flipped over a desk. The production here was some of the absolute most dog shit I've ever seen in my life. And I've got people with the nutsack to tell me it's supposed to add to the chaos. It's supposed to add to the chaos. The hard camera was shaking. Yeah, Montez Ford was up there, you know, doing the yeah. rope shake on the wire cam and the hard cam, and that's why that was all shaking because he, they ran off the actual cameramen. Those, those were gone. They should have taken the cameras that fought that fell and smashed those as well. They didn't really destroy anything, right? Like they flipped over the announce table and they cut the ring ropes. They got to take those ring ropes down anyway. They just saved the the people some work for that. So this is the Nexus angle. If the Nexus angle sucked, that that's pretty much what this was like it's it's corny it's bad i think they ruined it when they announced it on their website is like we got a new stable coming guys like don't don't do that just just let it happen and then then it's like the retribution like who told you this like who gave wb.com that scoop somebody they need to first get the person snuff them out that that leaked it that's in the group that went to wb.com be like our name's retribution man that, that's what print that you can print that and get that out of the group integrate the goddamn hacker into this they could have made like yes. the, the hacker hacked the damn th- like i've been saying umbrella academy this shit each person in the group has a different set of, of unique skills so to speak i do not want to hear from people oh it's supposed to add to the chaos well, then what the fuck has the camera work been since 2012? Have I been watching a nonstop invasion of WWE yes. programming since yes. November 2012? Because it's always some dude going through fucking epilepsy. We have seen the camera shaking like crazy. It's so dumb, man. Here's the thing. If it's somebody at ringside, I get it. The hard camera, the wire camera. One, secure your fucking wire, guys. That's dangerous. Oh, my God. So we're getting to the Super Chats. Evan Wright says, if AEW did this, you'd love it. Yes, yes, I would, because they'd make it so much better and they'd make it make sense. I assume they would. I assume that they would based on what I've seen out of them thus far. But what WWE has done so far, Jeremy, is a couple weeks before they're returning to live shows that came out today, they put this stuff on a tape show, completely telegraphed it, bait and switched part of it, made it look as corny as possible. Oh, Evan says, give me my Lucha Underground Morrison over what I saw tonight. Why does WWE bury everything that makes people special? I feel so disconnected. He also says... This is Nexus, but much worse execution. No Cena there to bury them alive before they could do something better for themselves. Well, you don't need Cena to bury somebody when you got this this creative. Charlotte will come back and do it. Charlotte's, Charlotte's going to beat them all consecutively. I ain't, I ain't doing this. I, was, I ain't doing this nonsense. Joseph Farley said, new drinking game. 
drink every camera cut. I do not want you to get your stomach pumped, buddy. No, no, don't do that. Do not do that. Rob says, I think that was my chainsaw somebody stole six months ago. I mean, it worked really well. I mean, no, those are actual ropes. I forgot those aren't cable. That's not too bad. It's Terry Funk. Yeah. Terry Funk is the man behind Retribution. Oh. Who else used a chainsaw in wrestling history? I'm sure there's others, but Terry, Terry Funk's the most famous. Oh, man. Alex is going to tear this show to shreds on Sour Grap. <laughs> Subscribe to Fightful Select. Chris Bordine says, Lights flickering. Mic's malfunctioning. Boxes tipped over. The mastermind <laughs> behind Retribution is Professor Chaos. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. Like, the chaos camera. Because you got to know it's chaos. I, as if I couldn't know from the chainsaw in the ring I like how they, they they just beat the ring with the bats and stuff like what were they trying to accomplish and then they've got the spray cans and like somebody needs to teach well, these people how to tag they well, don't have a logo or anything people are just doing like squiggly lines and stuff like is that your logo a squiggly line like get on the same page here so the thing is as somebody says, Demon Finn Balor used the chainsaw once at TakeOver. Oh, there um, <laughs> Like, they beat the bat in the middle of the ring because they don't want to do it on the outside. That's the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> so they don't do it there. Oh, we got so many super chats still. Colbado they... says, you'll know before we will, but it looks like Chelsea Green and Vanessa Bourne were two of Retribution, maybe. Or 205 Live got angry. <laughs> I think Chelsea's supposed to be on Raw, actually. But I, these were stand-ins from what I understand. Retribution was on Raw, so could yeah. still be. We don't know what we don't know what they're on. They should have. I don't know if you can gimmick the plexiglass. I'm sure you can. Like, could they not have a gimmick glass to where when they smash it, the bat against it, it actually like shatters? Like they're just like beating the plexiglass, and it's just yeah. nothing's budging. It's like, well, what does this accomplish? It's clearly that same glass that they use in Elimination Chamber. That bulletproof <laughs> stuff. It's not Mark Henry proof, but it's bulletproof. So if they if they pick up Mark Henry and throw him through that, then it's going to shatter. Drew well, Nicholas, maybe they should do that then. Drew Nicholas says, uh, how does anyone show up to work tonight after that closing segment? How could the show go on when there's attacks and weapon-wielding ninjas? Like, there's multiple groups of, like, ninjas running around right now. I agree with this. I think Raw should open with just, like, retribution in the ring, just, like, destroying stuff. And then the show's over, <laughs> and we don't have to watch Raw. JK and, then it's, and then it's Raw Underground for three yes. hours. Yes. J.K. Schwallow 3 says, disappointed no one drew a dick on the glass. This <laughs> should have been, like, the prequel to American Vandal on Netflix. Yeah. That's what this should. Next week, they do the brownout. They put everybody's <laughs> – they put uh, laxative in everybody's lemonade. Hannah Moore says the one in the ring was spraying spray paint like it was Lysol. That's a, these are the baby faces. They're trying to get everybody the hell out of there. They're like, listen, we just had a COVID outbreak. We came here to clean. We're getting you all off of work now. Damn. Great point by Fightful contributor Hannah Moore. Yes. Myron Kidd says this is going to be like Aces and Eights, but worse. I thought Aces and Eights started off really good, but then they were like. Oh, we need an August 1st warning. That's what we need yeah. from this group. <laughs> I wish somebody would have sent me an August 7th warning. <laughs> this show sucked. Uh, Joseph Farley said, The Occupy Raw people are now anti-fascist. The natural progression of a millennial. Uh, Rafael Garcia says, The Retribution segment was basically the fight scene out of 
Superman. <laughs> it would not have shocked me to see somebody bring out a trident and throw it into the plexiglass, and it sticks. That yeah, wouldn't have broke. No, it wouldn't have done anything. It just would have like bonked down, just fell. Yeah. Brian Morey says, hard to take a group seriously when no one's over 5'8". I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. They make these guys look so little. And for all I know, it could be like 10 Tazes underneath there. And I'm scared if it's them. But get bigger stand-ins at least once. Like, you got Jordan running around back there guarding the, the underground gimmick. Like, throw him in a mask. You already have once. Why not again? Oh, man. Oh, damn. Evan Wright says, uh, the shaky cam. Yeah, that's that's just the trigger I need, buddy. Uh, and Aaron Entertainment says, I have a theory that the these are member, members of Evolve. I'm probably wrong. If you would tell me that Leon Ruff is one of the people in the mask, I'd believe you. <laughs> but let me tell you, there ain't nobody as big as Anthony Green out there right now. Nobody. Oh, this is not... This is not an Evolve Asian oh. invasion angle thing. Not if they want ratings. I mean, all due respect to Evolve, nobody knows who they are. Yeah. This, they don't know who's <laughs> underneath the mask. They don't. I mean, let's be honest. They, Like you said, they're stand-ins, and they'll figure it out at, at some point. And then people will be like, oh, wow, Dominic Dajakovic. Where was he the first week? Nice. He got big. They finally got a big member on this group. They've been wrestling in Evolve. I mean, you don't need a mask when you've been wrestling in Evolve. Nobody knows who you are anyway. You are go. you not doing a Blue Chew segment tonight? I just no. said big member. No, no, no. Also, that was a joke about Evolve. Anytime I make jokes about them, somebody gets upset. Hannah Moore says that was definitely a bunch of Stokely's. That's that's the dream. <laughs> they just cloned Stokely and had him do all that. Manny Santos says, Vanessa, Chelsea, definitely two of the females. Wouldn't shock me. I mean, Vanessa's Vanessa got called up in like February and just sat home. That's what it is. It's all the people that were called up in February, and now they're finally being used, and they're angry that it took them this long. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Jonathan Hedman says, My favorite was the end, and I do not mean the hooded mafia dudes either. <laughs> uh, mafia? Mafia would be better. I watched yeah. I watched knock-around guys this week, and it was better than that. <laughs> Seth Green played a more convincing mafia <laughs> member. Chris O says Retribution has uh, who are they and what do they want? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> to make me go off on post show podcasts. Apparently, here's the thing: this could be fantastic, but it's not. Like literally, right before they're going to live, they put them on taped shows. Now, are we going to believe it more on a live show? Maybe a little bit, but WD's got to make everything look so perfect. Oh man! Are they going to be able to knock out boxes uh, on the live show? Can yes. they knock out the power on the live show and throw their Molotov cocktails? Man, do you know how mad? Like, it makes me irrationally mad when somebody's like, "Oh, well, it's supposed to be a part of the chaos." This this shit that you're actually watching, <laughs> it actually helps. Boxes are just. Yes. <laughs> we don't know what's in these. They're just because bar- they've tipped over. Boxes. Because when I panic, the thing I do is. <laughs> Like, yeah, you, you, when you're in the production truck and you're panicking and you want to get as much evidence of this crime as possible, it's... Now, here's the thing. As of right now, this doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense. I said, as of now, guys. 
Like, if it's revealed that, like, somebody, like maybe Heyman sent him after him, somebody high up, somebody that needs security clearance <laughs> to send these people after him, maybe that would make sense. Because otherwise, why aren't they getting suspended? Why aren't they going to jail? Because we've seen a guy show up at the performance center multiple times and smear shit all over the, the walls, and he's he's been arrested a time or two. He got shot once, for the love of God. <laughs> He got shot, and you know Braun's got a gun. He's got like a million of them. They're not suspended because they're not under. You can't. They're not under contract. You can't suspend people that aren't under contract. They're a new and faction. They're a new <laughs> faction on Raw. They were named. They were given an article. They were referenced in promos. They got sources. You know, they're they're leaking that information there, but they're not under contract, Sean. Just because they're they're mentioning them. Hannah Moore with the super chat of the night. Denise is definitely in this group. The boxes were attacked. I was going to say that. They they attacked boxes. They tipped them over. The What they were throwing Molotov cocktails at. That was like a, the ring is just a giant box. That's why they don't want to destroy that. Denise is definitely part of this group. Oh. Fightful contributor Hannah Moore just stealing ideas from me. Shady Highly T says, Dark Order members switched companies. Man, here's the thing. I'm not big on Dark Order, and I think Dark Order is better than this. Like, Dark Order is one of my least favorite acts, but has some really good performers in it. It's still better than this. Um, and let me tell you, that was a real shitty introduction. I was there for it. I was one of the people that go, huh? Brian Morey says, hopefully five goes back in time to prevent the retribution apocalypse. <laughs> I think we all want to go back in time after this year. Roger Acevedo says, Jeremy and Sean are my favorite pair. Well, thank God we can keep it light on this show. <laughs> Jamie Aguilar says, the only thing I thought about that segment was at least they're giving Chelsea and Vanessa something to do. That's my takeaway so far, hoping that it is. But Oh, I look, I hope people are – I hope Vanessa and Chelsea are part of this. People are going to be so disappointed. They're going to be so mad. Not. They're going to be so mad. Do you remember not. how many people I had telling me last year over that stupid-ass Roman Reigns segment? By the way, <laughs> which I complained about all the camera cuts and all the production. Let it play out, man! Somebody, again, had the balls to compare this to season one of The Sinner, Jeremy. With the goat of bangs, and I don't mean that in a dong lord way. <laughs> the bang lord... Jessica, Jessica Beale, yes. She had the world's greatest bangs. And they tried to compare it to that. No way. No way. I will not stand for it. Anakin JMT says, I'll give WWE credit for giving the women more than four minutes tonight, but no women's matches is super bad timing after Dynamite this week. What are you going to do? Run back Naomi Lacey 7? <laughs> I think we're done with that. But yeah, bad timing. And the New Day says, what if they end up doing Asuka versus Sasha versus Bailey for both titles? I would not have Asuka and Sasha wrestling in the same match as each other until they face each other. And then it can end in disqualification. Well, that's uh, that's our show. What's your what's your big what's your your deal here? You ready? You yeah. ready, Sean? Who have you been chasing for an interview for? It seems like at least a few months. Now. Sting. Yes, Sting, right? Yeah. I got Sting, Sean. Did you? I got him. I did. And he is angry, <clears throat> angry that you keep tagging him in all of these interviews. 
he's he's like I see them, I see all these tags. Who is this guy? I don't get it. Yeah, I, right, I don't yeah. want to do. Doesn't know who I am. These interviews. I don't want to do it. He said, "Quit tagging me, Sean." He is so angry. He is shaking with oh anger. God. That he- his feed cut out. I- I'm. S- I've never been Can happier. Can you hear it shake? Yes, I think it messed with your electronics. <laughs> it messed with your Wi-Fi, actually. <laughs> oh my god! Those are the worst figures ever. It- it's like, like I collect Jack's BCAs because so many of them are so friggin' ugly that I love them. Those might be next. Those might be next. <laughs> I I've clearly had this for a while. I don't know if people can see how chalked up it is, but I found this uh, found this upstairs in the attic. Uh, it did not work. I replaced the battery. The Kevin Nash one did not work. The Sting one did, and I thought this would be because I ran the story this week of we found out why. Yes, that these things shake. It's because they're so angry that they're ready to yes. fight. So that yes. is the reason why they vibrate. This was an article I assigned. <laughs> yeah. Because action figure stuff is blowing up. It really is. But there were no action to those figures. They just, like, <laughs> you put them together. Oh, man. Like, you get two of those are the fire starters they give people on Naked and Afraid. They're just like, press the button, sparks fly. There you go. I had another one that worked, but I did not want to use them uh, for this show. The Kevin Nash one. Did not work. This thing one did work. Oh, my God. Subscribe to Fightful Select, guys. Jeremy's show notes will be up there. Alex's review, in which I am very much looking forward to. He's been going 80, 90 minutes on some of these. <laughs> like, he's he's been giving you more time on that than you actually get of television time on these. <laughs> oh, my God. Until next time, guys. Jeremy, tell the people where they can find you because it's not on YouTube right now. That's for sure. It was a rough week for technology for me. Uh, We didn't have a movie review. The They Live special edition will be out at some point. The Distraction audio version is out on the podcast feed. I don't know when the video version will be up. Tomorrow, the TEW series, King of Kings, my creative peak booking the Triple H retirement show. This is the best show I've ever booked. They should, they're going to give me the pencil after this show. 100%, Sean. They're going to give me the pencil. I'm sure that this series won't abruptly end out of nowhere. <laughs> it is actually not abrupt. It's it's a sad conclusion. It's not an abrupt conclusion. <laughs> it's, a, no. it's a tragedy. It will get nominated for an Oscar <laughs> yeah. just be, based yeah. on the, the unfulfilling end which it yes. provides. <laughs> Until next time, guys, leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.